Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Somebody once said, a man in a gorilla suit is the funniest thing in the world, but not if you're a six-year-old. Well, we always have an odd one in the crowd. So it's kind of odd. Decidedly odd. Doesn't that strike you as a little bit odd? No, it doesn't strike me as a little bit odd. It's the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. It's stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. Now, here's the Oddcast. So I saw this uh, little news item. This is out of Tennessee. A guy in a gorilla suit was arrested after he accidentally barged into the wrong house and scared the hell out of a six-year-old girl. I want you to picture, just pick any six-year-old, could be your own, when they were six years old. All of a sudden, the door opens, and a gorilla is right there doing whatever this guy was doing. Um, I don't think you'd be right for the rest of your life. I feel so sorry for that 60-year-old girl. That must have been just frightening because some of those suits are very lifelike, you know? Um, At what point in American comic history was a guy in a gorilla suit like the height of comedy? Does does anyone have an answer? I I can tell, yeah. um, It wasn't the height of comedy, but Esquire magazine, Esquire magazine did an article, a cover article on uh, Woody Allen. And on the cover, they put a picture of Woody Allen laughing, which you don't see very often. Um, he's a hard laugh. And they said, what, what makes this guy laugh? And then you read the article and he said, every time I see a, a, a human being in a gorilla suit, it just cracks me up. And I just always remembered that. You know, cause that's something that is, has never been funny to me. It's really? like, okay, you're a person dressed as a gorilla. Okay. I think it's hysterical. The, the original Pink Panther has a scene, because I just saw it on TV a few months ago, where uh, they're in, I don't know, some fancy place in Europe, and uh, they're going to, a, the, the uh, heroes are going to a masquerade ball, and they're driving a small convertible, and one of them is dressed as a gorilla, and he's driving the car. I, I, I was laughing, tears coming out of my eyes. I thought it was just so funny. I That is one of those things... Um like a person in a gorilla suit is not funny to me. People getting a pie in the face is not funny to me. Like there oh, are some kidding. No, that's just not funny to me at all. I don't understand how that's funny. Oh, and, if and it's I'm not, done well, it's hysterical. I'm all for other people living their lives and laughing at gorillas and pie in the face and knock knock jokes. Whatever works for you, <laughs> that's great. It's just not funny for me. Like I don't understand why people think that's hilarious. I don't know. I grew up watching Soupy Sales, and that was his shtick. Sometimes I'll go online and and look at his old shows. And, um, you know, Sinatra would show up as a guest, and he'd get a pie in the face. It's hysterical to me. 
Speaking of uh, Woody Allen, I was, you know, dialing around the other day to see what was on TV to watch. And I went to one of the movie channels at the very beginning of Woody Allen's uh, legendary tribute to New York, Manhattan, which starred, co-starred Muriel Hemingway at the tender age of 16. In the movie, she's supposed to be 17. I haven't seen that movie in years and years. And you and I were talking about it not long ago, how creepy it was. So I said, you know what? I'm going to watch this and see if I remember this as being as creepy as we were talking about. And? And it was even creepier. And here's why. He, he, the character he played was a comedy writer who was 42 years old in New York City. And he's struggling for some reason. She is like his muse at 17. And I waited for that one scene. There's a couple of scenes of them uh, talking in bed. But there's this one scene where they're eating Chinese food out of those containers in bed. And he's saying to her, we're having a great time together. I'm so, you're, you're so smart. You're so pretty. But, you know, you're going to meet a guy down the road and you're going to fall in love and you're going to get married and have a bridesmaids and you're going to have children. All of that's going to be coming to you. And, of course, she is going, oh, I just don't know that I want to uh, go off to college and blah, blah, blah. And I'm listening to this and I'm going, so let me get this straight. You know that you're, you're too old for this young woman. You know that she's going to have a life down the road, but you're just going to have a good time with a teenager right now, right? Is that what I'm seeing here? And, and it was very creepy. And that, um, t- there are people there who still think that that's okay. What you just described, like, yeah, all right. I didn't, I didn't like that movie. It made me really uncomfortable. Um, there, there are certain things that I'm just unapologetic about as a woman and as the mother of daughters. I am, I am not here to apologize for feeling that that behavior is um, inappropriate and kind of gross and weird and borderline predatory, if not actually predatory. Like, I'm just not, I'm not one of the cool girls who's going to be all like, you know, hey, yeah, I just, you know, I want all the guys to think I'm cool and can hang with them. So anything goes. I call bullshit on that with no apology at all. More of the best of the Bob and Cherry Oddcast coming up. Now, back to the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. When I do my humanitarian aid drops, um, it's like always frozen lasagna and alcohol. That's yep. what I'm leaving at people's <laughs> doorsteps. Because I think in these times, what would make you happier? Um, a bouquet of flowers or some frozen lasagna and two bottles of wine? No, there's no... That's a great name for a book about this period. Frozen lasagna... And alcohol. And alcohol. And that's what I drop off. Um, Later today, I'm going to drop off at my friend's house. I did a Costco run. And you know, when you go to Costco and you go, all right, I'll have a pack of pork chops. There are 40 pork chops. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have a 25 pound bag of rice and 40 pork chops. So uh, my friend today, unbeknownst to her, is getting pork chops, rice and alcohol delivered to her doorstep. Because that's what I try to do with my big Costco loads. Hey, you know, you know. You know who's going to steal that title, uh, Frozen Lasagna and Alcohol? Um, David, the writer, uh, he's so funny. David Sedaris. 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 That sounds like a David Sedaris book title, doesn't it? I never used to have time to really watch any TV, but at least once a day now, I find myself scrolling through the guide, the on-screen guide. Yeah. And those Lifetime, the Lifetime Movie Network and the Hallmark Movie Network 
and there's another version of those two, um, they will suck me in just with the titles. Uh, Death of a Cheerleader was on the other day. They About every fifth one has, has an evil cheerleader in it yeah, who's, yeah. who's trying to get the father away from the uh, family. And then they had, um, the, and all the women are always uh, marketing NPR executives who've grown disenchanted with their lives in the big city. Well, let me tell you why they're disenchanted. Because in reality, if you're a marketing NPR person in New York City, you have eight roommates and you live on packets of sweet and low that you steal from work. <laughs> Right. So, of course, um, Kate wants to go to a quaint Vermont village and start over because she's tired of not having a place to live in where she doesn't have six or eight other people sharing the bathroom. You know, if you have that job in New York City and and generally they hire very smart women who have a master's degree in English, you are so excited when you have to take a client out to lunch. Because that means you get fed. You get fed and you go to a great New York restaurant. I didn't realize that until I was doing regular business when I had the TV show with uh, PR people from different companies, usually representing airlines or uh, actual countries. I would always be taken to this fantastic restaurant. And the and the PR person was so happy that she'd bring along her best girlfriend, me and whoever I was with. And the bill would come to like, 300 bucks but they were so happy because they're they're not being paid squat well even now when we're um in new york or la for meetings because bob and i we hate meetings we're like we can just you know do a really quick meeting and they're like no we're doing lunch because they get to spend the company's money on it and and lunch is like two hours and it's it's all heavy food that was that situation i just described that was the situation where i didn't i didn't know we were going out to a fancy french restaurant in new york and neither did the guy my photographer we showed up i had a sport jacket with no tie on we go into the restaurant and the maitre d says sir we can't allow you to uh, sit down without a tie i went oh i'm so sorry ladies I, I i just didn't know and he said but we can help you out and i thought he was going to give me a tie he gave me a f- ascot <laughs> did you have to wear it i wore and and so did my friend who didn't even have a jacket on so the two of us are walking through this restaurant and all these businessmen with two thousand dollars suits we're, we're walking by i got a i got a blue blazer a pair of jeans and an and a burgundy ascot you can't tell me that that didn't cross an item off your bucket list because from the time you were in fourth grade your bitch ass has wanted to wear an ascot and don't even try to deny it yeah you're right (laughs) but you got to do it and you looked in the mirror and said to yourself um i like this but i don't want to get this beaten out of me every time i leave the house wearing it so you've never worn another one since no, no, I didn't want but my first and only time out with one. I didn't want to be stared at by these really successful Wall Street sort of people looking, going, look at this douchebag over here. I wanted I, in my mind, I, I would have the ascot on and a beautiful, expensive blazer that's uh, what do you call um double-breasted blazer and here comes diane lane to my house i know where bob got these notions in his head you guys movies it's it's movies and it's not um it's not gilligan's island it's movies i was up late watching something on turner classic and what one of the great things about turner classic is there are no once the movie starts there are no commercials you're just in that world of whatever it is but in between the movies they do all sorts of fun things. They play interviews and they do trivia and they play like old movie trailers from a million years ago. So I'm up late and I'm watching and here comes one of these little 
in between the movie's interview segments with a director named Peter Bogdanovich. Oh, I know and, who he is. He played the uh, the other psychiatrist in The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. He he was a big film director. I think he still is working. And he yeah. had a legendary long uh, love affair with the actress Sybil Shepherd and a bunch of other incredibly beautiful models and actresses. And he's being he's doing this interview about a movie, and he is wearing a blazer and a shirt and an ascot. And he, there was nothing like pretentious or self-conscious about it because he decided at a very early age, that's who he was going to be. And he just went all the way in. And so now when you see him with a jaunty little neck scarf, you're like, oh yeah, it's that guy, Peter Bogdanovich. That Bob is what you would have had to do starting at like age 21. You would have had to just become that guy. Well, I, you may be right, or it could be, um, as as people age, their neck, uh, there's there's no neck lift like you could get a facelift. Your neck will betray your age. And I'd say he's in his 80s. It could be a cover for that. He's but he's I've seen him in photos and um, interview clips going back to like the 70s. Oh, is that right? And he's dressed like that because he looked at he looked at some like Hollywood big shot executive from the day, like the 40s, maybe, Mm -hmm. and went, "Uh uh-huh, that's what you do. Or a a European director. "Uh Uh-huh. That's what you do. And that's what he did. I can remember where I I first uh, noticed ascots because, I mean, ascots, my father wasn't going to wear an ascot or his friends. Nobody in North Haven, Connecticut was going to do anything like that. But there was a movie theater in downtown New Haven that showed old movies and you could get in for like a buck. Right. And so we're living at my grandmother's house at Shay Shay's house because we're broke. And you can imagine how uncomfortable that was during the long summer months when I'm around all the time. So I would do anything to get away and and just not be in her house. And I would end up once or twice a week taking the bus to downtown New Haven and going to this one theater. It's still there, as a matter of fact. Beautiful old theater. Giant screen. I mean, old time. Carved wood. Just gorgeous. But they had fallen on hard times because people were moving to the suburbs. So they showed these old movies. And I didn't even know what it was. And I, I just wanted to get out of the heat and away from Shay Shay's house. And I went in and saw Cary Grant and Grace Kelly in a movie that was called To Catch a Thief. Now, this movie is all about a reformed jewel thief on the French Riviera, right? And uh, he meets uh, Grace Kelly and they have a romantic fling. And Alfred Hitchcock directed the movie. So it's, it's a pretty good movie. And I've seen it on TV a couple of times also. Anyway, it was toward the end of Cary Grant's career. And I noticed, I think, I don't know how old I was. I was probably about 12. I noticed that he was wearing a lot of these ascot things that I'd only seen like in pictures. He was uh, in a blue blazer with an ascot. He was uh, down by the marina with a sweater with an ascot, kind of a ascot tied around his neck. And then I read years later, actually, I was talking to a director who directed uh, films and commercials. And um, he was directing a commercial with some uh, pretty well-known actor. And he said, yeah, he's coming in again. We're going to have him in this commercial. I'm going to have to put him in a turtleneck now, though. He's at that age. And I went, what are you talking about? And he said, well, you know, men get uh, kind of rougher looking necks at a certain age. So I just put him in turtlenecks when turtlenecks were stylish. And then it connected with me that 
you know, that's probably what Hitchcock was doing with Cary Grant. He was still as handsome as can be. But, uh, you know, you get older, you get older. And I thought, and I think I mentioned this on the show once, that with all the baby boomers getting older, the Yascot would come back. But that prediction did not come true because, as we all know, <laughs> Amer- Americans will, will barely wear long pants when they go out uh, in public these days. So. Well, I think that a lot of baby boomers um, would rather not get taunted and jeered at and have their asses kicked because of their ass cut. <laughs> no, but all, all it would take would be one actor like Harrison Ford, although he wouldn't be the first choice, Harrison Ford to do it. And maybe it would catch on. I don't know, but it's not going to catch on. And I did not invest in the ascot industry. Here's here's the other reason why I don't think it it's going to catch on. Um, I don't think it, it doesn't look comfortable to have something swathed up around your neck. And Americans, above all else, want comfort. Yeah, we want that's right. baggy, soft, elastic yeah. waist, no ties, flip flops. The last thing we want to do is go. You know what this look really needs is a little scarf tied around my throat. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's, that's what American guy is going to do that? You're right. That's it for today's podcast. Uh, new episodes every Monday and Friday, as you know. I want you to stay safe and stay healthy. And thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast and the Bob and Sherry podcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review, and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.